Hello everyone. Thank you for listening. Uh, this is the first experiment of me, Sjoerd Kanenonk, part of Scrum Facilitators, uh, scrumfacilitators.com, and also uh, working at the Dutch Police. Um, basically stepping up to the challenge of recording uh, a simple uh, lo-fi podcast for five days in a row. The challenge um, was set by Alice van der Zalm, who is uh, a former colleague from when I worked at ProWareness and also uh, a podcast coach uh, focusing on helping uh, women tell their story and um, basically providing podcast training. And uh, she also has two podcasts of her own, which I, I will link in the show notes, of course. So I'm recording this using the Anchor app which is an app you can install in your phone and just start recording and do all kinds of stuff for podcasting. But this is my first try, so no fancy stuff, just me hitting record and blabbering off. So one of the tips that Alice gives is to document on your podcast. And by this, she means to just talk about stuff you're discovering or that you experienced and um, sharing your insights or experience from that. Um, and that's basically it. So for me today, um, the connecting theme is something that's um, been interesting me for uh, the recent while is leadership. So leadership is a very loaded term. So what do we mean by leadership? There's some stuff going around on LinkedIn by people discussing, oh, well, leadership, we should abandon that term because um, it evokes command and control and all kind of negative stuff that we should rise above these days. Um, and other people are talking about servant leadership, um, which was also mentioned in the Scrum Guide before the last rewrite. And as a Scrum trainer and Scrum master, I'm kind of interested in this whole topic, right? Um, another thing I'm very interested in is scientific research, because I think um, there's a lot of awesome scientific research done in various fields, but also in uh, leadership in, uh, from psychology, because leadership is something that's basically interpersonal. Um, it's about behavior, so it's yeah something that's... Um, very much connected to um, psychological research. And um, one person that writes a lot about this, uh, this stuff, about the recent research, is Patrick Vermeeren. He's a Belgian um, uh, guy working for Perco, and uh, he has written a few books, and I uh, recently bought three of them. And one of them is about leadership. And it's about um, an integrative model on leadership called the Leadership Circumplex. And um, that's why the book about it is called, in Dutch, Rond Leiderschap, which is the version I have. But there's also an English version out there called Around Leadership. So, yeah, around, circle, pretty obvious, right? So what I want to do today is just share a simple overview of the circle and a bit maybe how it relates to Scrum and Agile, very briefly. 
um, because like the book I have is 600 pages and describes the origin and the history of the uh, circumplex, how it is researched, how it is supported by research, how it integrates previous models um, uh, and covers previous models, also what it doesn't cover, uh, stuff like that, how it relates to the big five personality inventory, how it relates to the interpersonal circumplex describing interpersonal communication, interpersonal com behaviors, which is tightly related to leadership probably because that leadership is interpersonal. You don't lead on your own, right? So um, that's too much for a podcast like this. I mean, I'm already more than almost five minutes in and I haven't even discussed the model. So anyway, if you want to know more, uh, if you want to see a visual, I will link uh, an article having this visual. Now I just talk you through the eight parts of the circle and the four quadrants and how I think they can be useful or in any case, in my mind, relate to uh, Scrum. Let's, let's keep it to Scrum because that's the most concrete I can make. So basically the circle consists of um, two axes, a horizontal and a vertical one, and this divides it into four quadrants. The upper right quadrant is the charismatic quadrant, and we have a more inspirational part, which is more to the top, which is a bit more um, setting direction, uh, a bit more um, result-oriented, uh, a bit more active, uh, taking initiative, and a coaching segment, which is more to the right-hand side, and which is more uh, human-focused, um, and this part is called communion, uh, this, this part of the axis, just this extreme. So we have, uh, in the charismatic quadrant, we have an inspirational and a coaching way of leader, leadership. These are both colored green in the circumplex, and this means that these are, uh, are preferred leadership styles based on research, um, that contributes to uh, more healthy organization, uh, better results, um, uh, uh, better employee retention and um, uh, work enjoyment, stuff like that. And there is actually a third green part to the circumplex, and that's if we move a little bit to the right and the lower hand side, and it's called uh, uh, participative leadership style and that is part of the uh, bottom right hand side of the circle and that's the democratic style so we have a more collaborative style which is uh, uh, participative um, and uh, this is the uh, not as passive style so it's also green and this means um, basically letting the people you lead decide a lot have a lot of um, uh, decision power, and as a leader, basically taking part in that process, taking part, being a part of a team, if you want to really uh, make it simple. Whereas the coaching style is more about uh, being outside of the team and helping the team discover stuff uh, and even setting direction, which is, which is not uh, the way coaching is defined in, uh, by uh, the coaching federations and stuff like that, but it's what it means in this leadership model. 
an inspirational style is more really setting the vision and uh, this is what the future could look like um, and basically these three positive styles um, uh, can easily be plotted on uh, good product owner behaviors right the product owner should set the vision for a product um, should work with the team coach a team on realizing the vision and delivering value what value looks like um, helping them discover the best way to uh, create a product uh, to deliver the value and uh, maybe also take part in refining ideas to get concrete product increments product solutions uh, ideas and uh, collaborate together with the team with stakeholders and users of the product to improve the product and get feedback so um, that covers basically the three green parts uh, mostly in charismatic uh, leadership, so inspirational and coaching, but also participative in, in the, the more pure collaboration with the team. Then the democratic lower right-hand side also has the yielding part, which is more passive than participative leadership um, uh, and, and a, bit, a little bit less um, uh, collaborative. Um, and this means uh, basically stuff delegating most stuff to the to the team so uh, to, to the employees so leaders leader that's yielding from a product owner perspective would be more uh, letting the team figure out some stuff by themselves uh, just uh, 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 not taking part in so, some refinements letting the team talk to uh, stakeholders by themselves or customers and later finding out being informed by the results uh, so not even taking part in the, in the stuff so this is colored orange in the model and that means uh, this is still uh, not a bad or destructive leadership practice but it should be used with caution not as much so not as much as the inspirational coaching and participative styles um, there's another orange style which we'll get to in the end because we're moving along the circle in a clockwise fashion we're first moving to the bottom left hand side and this means that we're getting in the um, uh, the quadrant of the circle that's called avoiding and this has uh, two leadership styles in it the first one is withdrawn so this is very passive but also uh, a bit um, distrusting uh, style um, and basically this uh, 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 conf conflicting style uh, so this means like really um, being turned away from the team letting the team to their own devices but also not being av available so the yielding style is still being in touch with the team right uh, but when they say we should do this uh, you trust them that it's the right decision even if you maybe don't think so you're going to let them get that lesson or learning on their own and maybe they're right you know and the withdrawn style is really hands off in a less positive way like not being available and probably also not um giving them the trust that they can do it on their own but just like giving the team the idea that you don't care or are not in involved or don't want to support them uh, in the way they need right so it's the withdrawn style, it's avoiding um, 
and it can lead to conflict because you're just not living up to the expectations of a leader. Um, the next uh, um, octet is distrustful. So this means a really conflictuous style, um, a bit less passive than withdrawn. Um, so you're basically uh, distrusting of the team's um, skills, quality and competence and you're micromanaging, for instance. Uh, so you're uh, really on top of things, um, really maybe still letting the team do a lot of stuff by themselves, but um, really uh, asking them to report every step of the way, right? So you're interested, <laughs> but just not in a, a positive way, right? Um, and yeah, I think this is not a good way for a product owner to behave. You don't have the time to micromanage, but also uh, within Scrum, with the separate accountabilities, uh, I think it's very important that the product owner really focuses on the value stuff and how this is communicated to uh, developers and the team creating the product and uh, not being too distrustful um, of the team's skills and capabilities to really create that product, deliver the increment, know what to do from a technical side, uh, well, all that kind of stuff. So then we move to the last quadrant, which is the uh, top left hand side. This has again two styles. So this has the authoritarian style and the directive style and together they form the autocratic part of the um, leadership circumplex. So the authoritarian style is like really um, conflictuous but a bit more active than a distrustful style. It's really my way or the highway. Just do this, do that. Um, if you don't like it, you can find another job. Uh, uh, yeah, it's not any room for discussion or whatever, and will probably lead to passive and unsatisfied collaboration with a team. If you're a product owner, if you're in another leadership position, dissatisfied employees will probably want to take their skills and their ambitions elsewhere. Um, in the top uh, left-hand side, the eighth octant of the circumplex, also still in the autocratic part, is directive. So that's a really um, uh, active, uh, conflictuous style. It's still probably not tolerating too much dissent, but uh, really directing the way, um, probably still listening for input, maybe integrating it if it matches your vision or if you really see good proof, but it's... Um, really still very much not only setting the vision and the goals, but also how to reach them and um, basically fits more with um, less complex environments where the leader is also an expert and can set also the details plan. Um, it will probably not work for a product owner with Scrum teams because um, in Scrum, it's all about self-organization uh, and the separate accountabilities that I mentioned before are still not gonna probably be the best way to have a directive style as a product owner because you're too much controlling then also the how of the product, the technical side, the, the, uh, the, the way the team creates a product. Well, this 
from a Scrum perspective, is the accountability of the developers. They know how to build the product. They have all the skills needed to build, to deliver and support the product. Um, so that directive style is uh, not a match there. But the directive style can have its moments from the uh, circumplex uh, uh, presentation, uh, the, the way the circumplex is uh, uh, written down. So that's why it's orange in the circumplex. So to summarize, circumplex uh, has eight octants and um, going clockwise, starting at the top, they're inspirational and coaching. Uh, together more charismatic uh, style of leadership, which are uh, have positive effects uh, on, uh, uh, on results and on uh, employee um, satisfaction and other markers. Um, the bottom right hand side is democratic, which is the participative style, which also green also has correlates with positive results. And the yielding style, which is orange, which um, has less uh, correlation with positive results, but still can have some uh, rightful applications. Then we go to the left-hand bottom side, the avoiding side, distrustful or with and withdrawn styles, and have negative correlation with uh, results and employee satisfaction and other uh, factors. And the top left-hand side, we have the autocratic way, um, which divided in authoritarian, also a negative correlation with positive results and well-being, and the directive style, which is, a bit, is orange, just like yielding, and has its applications, but just not as positive as inspirational coaching and participative styles. Anyway, for a five-day uh, podcast challenge with a daily podcast, I think this is enough content. I hope it was clear. I hope I could also provide for people who know Scrum at least, um, some ideas how this connects to product ownership and working in a scrum team and the accountability in a scrum team and how uh, leadership styles uh, in the green zones from this model um, can also be seen to correlate with product ownership and the relation of the product owner to the team. Um, maybe I'll dive more into specific aspects in the following days. Maybe I'll answer questions you might have about this model. I mean, it's a 600 page book. So if you have specific questions or specific uh, things, examples you want from the uh, octants or other stuff, please ask. I will be happy to answer them as part of this podcast. Uh, maybe also after the challenge, I don't mind. Um, and also Alice asked me uh, why I'm so enthusiastic about Scrum. So if no, further ideas pop in my head tomorrow to document, I might just answer that question. So what will I do tomorrow? It's only one way to find out. Listen to the next episode when it comes online. Um, I will provide show notes also to the challenge and uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I hope I didn't waste fully 20 minutes of your time and please let me know any and all feedback you have or questions about Scrum or leadership you uh, are curious about and I can explore for you or we can explore together. Thanks for listening and uh, bye.